The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Welcome, everybody, to the Joel Mahalik Show. If you're going to, penny for a pound, you're going to start, keep going. Come on, do it all. (laughs) All right. Come on. Welcome, everybody, to the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And with you right now is just the lovely Sharon. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> go ahead. Go, well, go. Finish. Uh, I don't know all the, you know. All righty then. All I'm, the mumble jaw. You do the sites and <laughs> how they can reach us. I'm Joel Mahalik. I'll do everything else. I'm Joel Mahalik sitting we alongside the lovely Sharon. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, not sure what number, but we'll get that to you by the time we come back from break. So if you're keeping track in your loose leaf folder made by Mead. Anyway, uh, what? so to they don't use them anymore. <laughs> I know because we have these things at our fingertips. Yeah, and you know the what is it? The Gen Xers don't even know what they are. Gen Zers. Gen Zers. I'm sorry. Gen X. Whatever. The Gen Zers. I'm a baby boomer. What do you expect? So. Uh, <laughs> If you want to subscribe to this podcast, I'm not sure that you want to, this crazy podcast. But anyway, you can do so. What? Vi- yes, they want to. Visit us on the web <laughs> at www.jmtalk.net. Also on social media, TikTok and Facebook at jmtalk, Instagram and Twitter at jmtalkradio. Send us an email at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Why can't you do that? Because you're so good <laughs> at it. However, what they can also do is watch you and I live on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. And you can. I was going to start off by saying that um, uh, you had a really good night last night. Yeah, I did. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, uh, you can visit Sharon's website at fullmoonfizz.bombparty.com. Um, it's a live jewelry, jewelry, I've always hated that word. Mystery it's a reveal. Mystery reveal party. Yeah. And uh, you order the jewelry, she fizzes it away in magical waters. Yep. Right before your eyes. Anyway, you, a, you can yeah, catch her, sometimes cool us. The thing is, the f- only thing you do is choose the collection, choose your size, and everything else is a surprise. Right, right. So you can see her sometimes, both of us, uh, Thursday Thursday nights on Facebook. Yes. Uh, and Friday, Saturday. Friday and Saturdays on TikTok. At 7, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And sometimes on Sunday, usually about this time. <laughs> so after we do this show, I'm headed off to TikTok land. Uh, so at TikTok, she is Fizzy Chick. I'm not, do you have a handle yet at Facebook? When you get X amount of followers on Facebook, then you can pick one. Did you get to that point yet? Or maybe, maybe you have the followers, right, but you still have to pick a handle. Like our handle for our business page is JM Talk. Right. But my handle for my page is Full Moon Fizz. At Facebook? That's At Facebook. Full Moon Fizz at Facebook and Fizzy yes. Chick at TikTok. You see what I was trying to do there for you? I know. Thank All right. you. I love you. I don't care what Molly says. <laughs> don't care. I don't. <laughs> she cannot persuade me. As I say all the time, if you ever, if you ever, I don't care where you're at, if you're ever driving through our area, you want to be sure that you know you're in JM Talk country. If you see a fat guy with a dog 16 feet behind him at the very, very end of the leash, that's Molly and me. <laughs> <laughs> Always at the edge, at the end of her lead. Never with me. Every, She's always side by side with me. Everybody else I see walking, the, the dog is right there with them. Wow. What do you do when you I don't know, but God, do God help me if her? I get in trouble with a mugger or do something. Do you beat her? She'll be like, not me, not me. <laughs> She'll be like, I got your back, daddy. Way, way back. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so... 
That's yeah. funny. Wow, and and truly, she only does it with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it, but that's all right. That is a okay. So, all right. Um, so we've got, um, we have a quite the lineup of stories this week, and I guess you know what? I'll start with this one here. It's a little bit older, and that's because we were off air. Well, not off air. We were off. A few weeks back, and so some things did pile up, but this was kind of, uh, when did this, okay, so this is actually not all that old, January, the end of January. Okay. So, a cruise ship heading to Miami had a change course in the bah- to the Bahamas on uh, in, in late January because a United States judge issued an arrest warrant for the ship. I heard about this. Due to unpaid fuel bills. Now, yes. wait, now wait to hear this. So, the Crystal Symphony, if they had continued course to Miami, it would have been seized by authorities. So, it headed to Bimini Island instead. And uh, the ship, uh, now it was docked there for uh, a portion of time at the Bahama Port. And um, this began on the previous Wednesday when Peninsula Patrol, Peninsula Petroleum Far East filed a lawsuit in South Florida federal court. Most of your cruise ships are uh, based out uh, of Florida. Yeah, they're right? they're um, incorporated or whatnot in in Florida, right? Um, and they uh, they filed a lawsuit against Crystal Cruises, alleging it owed unpaid fuel bills totaling more than four point six million dollars. Wow! Of which one point two million was for the Crystal Symphony, that particular ship, exclusively. So the judge issued an arrest warrant ahead of the ship's scheduled Saturday. How do you arrest a ship? Well, that's awfully I think, big well, handcuffs. I, I think, as the story said, I think a, an arrest of the ship would mean a seizure of the ship and detainment of the ship. You know. Right, but how do they get the handcuffs on it? Oh my lord! Anyway, <laughs> so as, as, to answer your question, uh, what means is it would be seized by U.S. marshals and a court-appointed custodian to look over the ship until the fine was paid. So the, about 300 passengers were transferred by ferry uh, to Bahamas from Bahamas from 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 Bimini, Bahamas, over to um, Port Everglades in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, so can you imagine though? Like, first of all. I know business has been bad for cruise ships because they went like two years without oh, being able yeah, to work. Absolutely, but you can't you can't get your in those two you years you can't get your gas your, bills paid. I know. Oh my goodness! Speaking of gas bills, I mean, I, I saw this guy on TikTok, and I this was a joke, I'm sure, but he was going, but he was explaining it like a true story, and he yeah. said with gas being was like four, he was saying four seventy a gallon, or whatever. He said it cost me one hundred and twenty four dollars to fill up my tank. I drove right off. He said, I didn't pay. I drove right off. He said, I got myself arrested, went to court. Court costs, everything all came out to $97. I saved money. (laughs) Wow. So, you know, I mean, two years is a good amount of time to, you know, work out your gas bills before you start chugging along the high seas again. Yeah, exactly. And especially before you have people come onto your ship. Like the public. Yeah. Joe Public, come on to your ship. And he's all there having a good time. Yeah. Cruising along, you know, having a vacation of their lives. And boom. So you so as you can tell, they so they went to Bahamas and they sent the passengers back by ferry. They did. They did this so they can basically keep the ship away from the United States. Of course, until they can deal with this well, on no, their own terms. And that was completely understood. Still inconvenient the for the passengers. Yeah, and but that had to be some sort of. Well, uh, can I tell you, every single one of those passengers has a case for a lawsuit. Yeah, but they're probably. You know what they? I the way cruise ships that. work. The way cruise ships works. What do they usually do? Here's a free seven day cruise on us. Yeah. Well, they, they if you take it within next week. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and you're gonna have to paddle on over to the Bahamas. Right? Yeah, you have to come over and meet us here because <laughs> right. we're not stepping foot in that United States right. anymore. Damn gas prices! I wonder if the bill would have been so high if they fueled up like in the Bahamas or something instead of. <laughs> well, I'm sure the oil company or gas company that they got the gas from, right, is. Not just based in the United States. Yeah. I'm sure they have. So it goes on, goes on to say they pretty much they suspended operations so that Crystal's management team can have an opportunity to evaluate. 
the current state of business and get things worked out. So I'm not, so I don't follow cruise news like this has popped up and we saved it the one time. So I don't know if they're back in business. I don't know. Yeah. Some friends of ours and our dearest friends just came back from a cruise. Jealous. Yeah. You know, I know. Out there cruising. They've gone on 22,398 cruises since the last time we cruised with them. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> we haven't been like, on a cruise now for five years. At least, yeah. No, not at least. Our oh. last cruise was our 20th anniversary. Wow. Come and on. we are embarking on our silver anniversary this year. So it's been five years since we stepped foot on a cruise ship. We need to go. Well, get, well, look what happened right after our last cruise. We bought a summer place. True. Which That's eats up about true. the same amount of money that we had to pan out over the course of the year to pay off our annual cruise. <laughs> and give, sure, you know take, what? Yeah, give, and, take. And we haven't been on a cruise. I do miss cruising so much. But we got the summer place. And then we got this awesome house. Yeah, so we have a castle and a summer place. Uh, right. And I'll take it. Oh, yeah, no in doubt. Lieu no of doubt. A cruise. But I still, I still want to get back to cruising in about I, two years. Yeah. And the reason well, I say two years, I want to. You said that five years I, ago. I want to wait for all <laughs> the different variants of the disease to, take, to run its course. Yeah, you and know. then it'll be variant number 3,200,000. And we would have had our 54th booster. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> so, all right. Um, so there's that. I have to turn my attention away from you. Oh, you're good. So there's other thing I want to talk about. Now, this just came out this week, and it's disturbing to me. Okay. Because... Why? What's the matter? An invasive species of spider the size of a child's hand is expected to colonize the entire East Coast this spring by parachuting down from the sky, according to researchers at the University of Georgia. What do they know? <laughs> why what? Does, now, Come on. Why does it matter? Large Juro spiders, millions of them, are expected to begin ballooning up and down the East Coast as early as May. Researchers have determined that the spiders can tolerate cold weather, but are harmless to humans as their fangs are too small to break human skin. You know, I'm going I'm to tell you something. I'm arachnophobic to the umpteenth degree, and it has nothing to do with whether a spider can bite me or not. <laughs> this spider is native to Japan, but began infiltrating the U.S. in 2013, concentrating in the southeast and specifically Georgia. They fanned out across the state using their webs as tiny, terrifying parachutes to travel with the wind. So here's my favorite part, lovely Sharon. Uh, Annie Davis, author of the study and a researcher at Georgia's Odom School of Ecology, tells Axios News that it's certain it isn't certain how far north the spiders will travel, but they may make it as far as north of D.C. or even Delaware. Come on. Listen, folks, we just went through the what we ex suspect because we figured out why we never experienced cicadas as bad before. But one hell of a cicada infestation because of the woods behind our house last yeah, year. Yeah, it was not pleasant. But they didn't in any way, come shape, or form. Out as, oh no, it was the lantern flies that the didn't lantern, come out as bad until that until one the, storm. Yeah, the, no, with the high this, winds. Yeah, yeah, with the super high winds. Um. So mm. anyway, Davis goes on to say that this spider probably could survive throughout most of the eastern seaboard here with its weather patterns. Etc. Etc. Um, I can't believe you're reading that story. I well because I'm concerned now. Like I am never, ever leaving the house after April 30th, ever. Wow. So get my work from home papers signed now. Get my uh, beach from home papers signed now. <laughs> <laughs> and. What and about going outside in the pool? You're never going to enjoy the pool? We need that military netting put up over the backyard. Yeah. Yeah, the whole backyard. Actually, I wouldn't mind that for real. Right? I know. <laughs> um, so. It'd be so much easier for cleanup and. Listen to this. No buggies. Um, the life cycle begins in early spring, but they get big in June and are often seen in July and August. They're named for. Jaragumo, a creature of Japanese folklore that can shapeshift into a woman or spider before killing its prey. Why'd they tell me that? 
Because now I'm going to see every woman suspecting that she's going to turn into a spider. Right. Look at this guy holding this thing. No, Are these people on, crazy? I can't I've, believe you're looking at that. I got to tell you, it took a lot of gall to uh, read through the story so I had a basic understanding while looking at these pictures. And just the thought of the fact that of these things falling out of the sky. Come on. Falling out of the sky. Now, why couldn't money just fall yeah, out Yeah, why the can't sky? money and, and gasoline right now come no, falling no, out No, no, we don't want gasoline. <laughs> we just want money because gasoline's dangerous. But if we had money falling out of the sky, boy, we could buy all the gasoline we wanted. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you can safely get to the gas station with all the spiders flying around. I know, right? You know, I, what I don't want it to ha- what, what I don't want to happen is, you know, um, spiders are so bad in Australia, there is a spider season. I know. I've seen pictures. So I've I'm just to people. what I'm worried about is last year's cicadas. Does this mean that we're just going to be represented each spring by a new species of insect that's going to keep us from enjoying the outdoors? Come because on. that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, yeah. You know, if one of them lands on my arm, I'm gonna you're gonna, you're gonna think I'm practicing jujitsu out in the park. <laughs> And coronary infarctions Dude, all at the same time. you know time. what? I am not laughing at you. I'm I laughing know. with you. I know. However, However speaking I'm not of Australia, I was watching a video of this guy. He was like, well, if you were to live in Australia, this is what you would come across. And he opens his toilet and out slithers a snake nope. out of his toilet. Okay, and they he said, oh, they do that all the time. <laughs> so while you're sitting on the toilet, you could get your ass bitten by a snake? Right. I don't think so, Scooter. And what was the other thing? So the problem with that is... The spider, spider season. Spider season, right. And when, I, when they say spider season... And getting folks, punched in the head by joeys all the time. Right. The spider season. We're not talking about, oh, we see a little spider. No, you're talking about... We're talking massive webs. Massive, super thick webs. Stephen King stuff. Covering everything. Your car, your playthings outside, Mm -hmm. your house. That's how bad it is. I've seen pictures. That's when you just turn your whole continent into scorched earth. Right? Start all over. Because remember years and years and years ago... We were talking to our friend that lived there, yeah. and we we're like, "Oh, it'd be so nice." Yeah, just like yeah. your yeah, just like your sister and her husband inviting us to their thirty-one acres down in North Carolina in the mountains. I know, right? Yeah, sounds great. And then they're like talking about the chickens they have that roam around. Yeah, no, not for the eggs to control the spiders and the ticks. And you were like, "Well, you can forget us coming. He's not going. He is right? not coming. He won't. Nope. Show. Nope. It'll be a no show for us." <laughs> There is no way. I am not. I I mean, I hope they don't get up this far. Right. I'm so fearful having read this story. And, of course, I'm sure there's times where if I never read it and it never happened, no worse for wear, right? But right. I, but I saw it. And now you can't unsee stuff like that. Right. Cannot unsee stuff like that. Anyway, when we come back, we got we will do the Wombat of the Week in the, in the second segment. Like we will. Last week, I had to do it without you, which sucked. I know. But we'll get it done in the second segment and some right. and some other comical news stuff. And then um, I don't know yet. I'm still working in my head what happens in the last part of the show. But I can guarantee you this, like it or not, you're coming with me, folks. Okay? So, <laughs> all right. We'll be back after this brief uh, outing. Message. Something like that. <laughs> this is New York Super Oldie Station, 920 WOM. The Apple, Brooklyn, New York. The following conversation is real. It took place on Tuesday, June 8th of 2004 between a Blonde Star advisor and a subscriber. Blonde Star emergency. This is Steve. Is there an emergency in your vehicle? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've locked myself in my car, and the keys are on the outside. Ma'am. Oh, my God. Ma'am, I need you to calm down. Okay. It's, it's just that the windows are rolled up, and I'm starting to sweat. My keys are on the outside. Now, your keys are on the outside of the vehicle? Yes. Oh, my God. Now, does your car have automatic locks? or? Uh, yes, 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 okay, yes. Okay. Here's what I need you to do. Take hold of the inside of your door handle there. Are you doing this? Um. Oh, the shiny thing. Grab the oh. shiny thing. Uh, okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay, now give that a tug. Okay. Did it open? 
Yes! Oh my god, thank you! Okay, now what is that noise? Oh, that's not door alarm! Yeah, but that only happens if the keys are in the ignition, hun. Oh my god. You know what? Your keys are actually in your ignition. Yes. Okay. Oh my god, thank you so much, Blondstar. That's why we're here. Do you need anything else? Blondstar. Always on, because you're always blonde. Welcome back to the program, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. And I said I would get back to you on this. We are on show 164 going into the books this weekend here. So um, I feel like we've been on 164 forever. No. Yes. No. Are you sure? Positive. I think you're wrong. My accounting is good. Is it? Yeah. It is. Are you sure about that? So, um, like most people, I see you know I see a lot of people on TikTok complaining about the same thing. This weekend's weather, it was like seventy eight degrees here last week, and then suddenly it got a little windy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, take take a chance. I'm saying it got it, it got a little windy. Yeah, it did. And when the wind came in, it lowered the temperature a little bit, and then it rained for two days, and then it changed over to snow and twenty degree weather. And then negative 17 last oh. night. And what the hell? I When I went out this morning and walked Molly, it was bitter. Bitter cold. It was 17. And she was a popsicle. She was. <laughs> Get your own turn. That's mine. <laughs> well, I used it. Oh, wow. It's funny because uh, with uh, I, I do it a little bit with Molly, but with the uh, Chihuahua we used to have Joey, uh, especially in the wintertime. Every time he come in from a walk, I would say, "Are you a pirate? Because your buccaneers are cold." <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. Because you know the Chihuahuas didn't have the hair that Molly has. No. They had that real short coat. I mean, they never needed grooming because it never grew. I know. And um, but yeah, she got so much. Fr- I don't know how that child. Of ours goes outside in that bitter, bitter cold with none but just a jacket on. I don't know because she's and got that. It's actually remember it's two. She has two coats. I understand. She that. has the undercoat and then the wiry coat. I understand that. I'm just saying she was making me cold this morning. Your phone's oh. ringing. Your <laughs> phone's ringing on the show. It's sorry, guys. Hold on. Ah, you got to put her on speaker. Is that what I think it is? Yeah. Put her on speaker. And then put it over here. Hey, Miss Katie Bajady. Hi, How Katie. How you doing? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Welcome to the yeah. podcast. Oh, uh, yeah? I'm yeah. sorry. No, no. Don't, no, don't apologize now. Everybody hears you. Right? This, oh, God. This is Katie from Chicago. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hello. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. We shouldn't have told her. Nah. Because she would have been fine with that. Oh, it is funny. Her voice changed from one know, octave like, to another. She's all excited. So what you calling for on a Sunday doing the show? I was just, just calling to chat. But, you know, well, then you came to the right place because we chat here on this here show. Right? Okay. So tell us how things are on Sunday. Is it cold over there? Because, you know, we get your weather a day later and we're looking to get away from this sub-freezing temperature. So are we. Don't worry. So are we. Are you still cold? <laughs> Not as cold as it was yesterday. It was like negative something yesterday. Okay. What? Yeah, super cold. Yeah. We were but just complaining. We were just complaining about it being seventeen. I know you called as we were talking about how it was <laughs> right? like seventeen this morning. Literally well. just talking about it. <laughs> wow. So that's cool that yeah. you called. Yeah. So I can let you guys go and get back no, to your business. No, <laughs> absolutely not. So, Katie, all right. Yes. Nerdy nuts. Okay. Did you, you gonna... get the shamrock? I did not. I was going to, but then okay, I so did anyway. And I do kind of regret it. Why? Because it's minty. I know. I it tastes minty. weird. You have it? I have two of them. 
Um, uh, before be, before we move on, and Katie's staying, <laughs> I, and Katie's staying, I do want to tell Katie that she can complain about the cold all she wants, but yeah. apparently we just got done talking about something you won't have to worry about this spring, and that is millions of spiders uh, invading the East Coast by air, parachuting oh. down just. Yeah. Out of the sky, they yeah. fall. And I'm, they, I'm down for that. And they, nice. and they said spiders. Probably is coming up as far as Delaware. So enjoy oh. your freezing cold in Chicago. <laughs> I'll take it. Thanks. <laughs> okay. I'm be happy about it. <laughs> so, um, all right. So, moving along, we know that uh, gas prices are at record highs and uh, they only have one way to go. They're going to c- continue to go up. Right. So it's making people do creative things. People are carpooling. They're forming ride-ins. You and I, like you, you get better mileage. So you're when you have to go out in the morning, you're taking me to work and you're picking me up right. because my car is a guzzler. So everyone's doing something. Right. So this guy who is a meth head decides, he has a meth lab, by the way, in his house in Bakersfield, California, and he figures, hey, I got an idea. Uh, I saw a recipe online on the dark web that tells you how to turn your methamphetamines into gasoline. So oh he f- my God. So he figures, I'm going you know, to give that a try. So um, he's a novice meth cook, uh, has no chemistry knowledge, gets his recipe off the message boards, and he starts um, the, to work on turning his meth into gasoline while he's on a seven-day binge. <laughs> Oh, my God. So, anyway, sometime during the night while he was doing this, you know, it does get cold in Bakersfield. You know, in, in, in the wintertime, they do experience cold. So, okay. his furnace kicked on and yeah. turned his house into a fireworks show. Wow. And blew his house to smithereens. What an idiot. That's what you get for cooking meth, man. Could, <laughs> it could, you, you better not meth around, but it could have... Oh, my God. That was bad. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess... I. I guess it could be worse, but there's a picture of him right there, lovely Sharon. Wow. After the explosion. So he did get pretty messed up. That's smoke inhalation. And That's hi- all. And his house has looked better. <laughs> I bet it has. The picture of it, um, Miss Katie is the house on fire, completely engulfed. Now, now, now here's something I found interesting coming from a police chief in the uh, uh, highly democratic state of California. He said, it's a sad day in America when gas is more expensive than meth. He says, we will use Mr. Grimes as an example to others thinking of converting meth into gas. Don't do it. But it's funny that he, you know, it's like he said something, let's say neutral, not positive, before condoning it. But it's like, it's a sad day. Like, yeah, anybody in California who says that are liable to get sent to the guillotine for saying anything anti-establishment uh, right and um, this this guy did and uh he'll be yeah. he'll be a parking meter ticket thingy in about a week <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so tyler grimes was rescued by first responders sent to the hospital for evaluation Responsor? first responders you said responsor i have yeah. a witness um, he, he was also su- professional and not laugh, but <laughs> he was also subsequently arrested for a terroristic actions leading to an explosion, creation and distribution of meth, and unlawful use of domicile, a domicile for the creation of gasoline. If convicted on all charges, he could be sent to prison for ding 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 eighty five years. Wow! Is it worth it? You could have walked. Wow. Well, well, he he's a meth head, so, you know, he's not thinking right, first well, of all. Well. Because he's a meth head. As I said, he went, no more mething around for him. <laughs> so. You're so stupid. <laughs> all right. Um, so, believe it or not. It was that the... It wasn't, but the, it would have qualified, right? Yeah, that should have Believe been. it or not, there is another story on the docket that is the Wombat of the week. Well, can we get to it? What's your rush? I have a daughter on the phone. Well, listen. She, she's the one who picks and chooses the times. It's funny because the phone rang and your mother looks and says it and shows it to me. I'm like, no, 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 no. Put her on speaker. 
<laughs> Normally, we would have just been like, oh, I'll call her back. Or she would have excused herself to right. tell you that. Yeah. But no. This is the, the show where anything can happen. Right. Anything. Like, we, we may be on Mom's TikTok Live this spring, sitting out on the back deck, watching no, spiders no, no, live no, no, falling no. from the we sky. We will be. Not might be. I'll be wearing one of those suits. <laughs> right. Like an Iron Man suit. Yeah. With a, like a, a meth suit no, over that. Whatever. That'll go over top my Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you want to get involved with uh, Wombat of the Week, this is how you do it. It's very simple. All you need to do is send us a link, a ver a link to a verifiable news story of stupid people doing stupid things. You can send it to us at joelmahalikradio at gmail.com. You can also send it to us on Facebook as a DM at JM Talk. Get them in. It'll go into the pile, which includes this one. Imagine a man calling 911 to have his methamphetamine that he bought checked by the police. No, this is not fake. <laughs> this is real. Thomas Eugene Colucci, age 41, of Spring Hill, Florida, arrested and charged Florida. with possession of methamphetamine and possession of drug paraphernalia. This past Thursday, according to the Hernando County Sheriff's online book and records. Uh, so according to the Sheriff's office, Colucci called a 911 dispatcher at about 7 o'clock Eastern. <clears throat> and after deputies arrived at his home, Colucci said that he had tried some of the meth and believed it was bath salts. He told deputies that he was an experienced drug user who knew what it should feel like. Um, Colucci then handed two small baggies over to a deputy saying that he wanted to put the person in trouble for selling dangerous drugs. <laughs> a deputy then honored Colucci's request, performing a field test on a sample of the white crystals, crystal-like substances from each of the two baggies, and they tested positive for methamphetamine, and Colucci was, in fact, arrested by the sheriff's office. Um, what did he expect? <laughs> so when he, got, well. when he was put into the patrol car, he complained of chest pain, so they naturally took him to the hospital where he received a medical clearance so he was then booked into the Hernando County Jail and released the following day after posting $7,000 bail. So. That's funny. Can you say Mo? <laughs> say Mo. Mo. Ron. <laughs> Wom. Bat. <laughs> right. What show did that when we were kids? Remember Sesame they, Street. Was it? They showed yeah. just the two mouths yeah. side yeah. by side? Yeah. Wom. Bat. <laughs> Mo. Ron. Now you say Mo. Mo. Food. <laughs> just, oh my God. Oh, so, um, Mr. Colucci, definitely the Wombat of the Week, and you can obviously see why that is. Right. So, yeah, you got to get your stories into us at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. It'll go into the stack. And, we, you know, we don't just put the sack in a box and then flip, pull from the top. We kind yeah, of go through them. Right? We, yeah, well, I mean, and, and we look at someone because we're like, oh no, no this one you got to do this one this week, right? Because there's some weeks where you're like, well, this this is kind of a wombat. It's in the pile. Yeah. We'll do it this week. Yeah, you know. And then something else pops up. We're like, oh hell no. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, all right. So we have a couple minutes left in this round. So what's Katie got to say? You got any jokes, Katie? No. Wow. Yeah, I'm hilarious, I know. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wore my Dunder Mifflin employee hat on uh, Mom's Live last night. Did you? Yeah. That's all he wears on my live. Yeah. No, wait. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hold that's on a second. what he wears on his head. Not, Close. he wears clothes, of course, <laughs> you pervert. I feel like that's a, like a... a the violation of TOS. Like, so how are you still on TikTok? <laughs> right, exactly. It would be. It would yeah, be a violation yeah. of TOS. Yeah. There'd be a lot of violations. <laughs> so, um, okay, so you're off today. What have you done? Name one exciting thing you've done today. Um, I woke up and then I made breakfast and fell back to sleep. Wow. Wow. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I actually literally just woke up like a half an hour ago. Wow. We woke up in chairs today. Right? You what? We never even made it to bed last night. We woke up in our chairs. Really? He, he wakes me up at 4 I did wake up morning. at 4, 3.40, yeah. Was, yeah, 4 o'clock this morning and says, hey, babe, 
you want to just stay in the chairs? It's 4 o'clock in the morning. And you said yes. And I'm like, hell yeah. Because I knew there was a good chance you probably would. But like, you know, you're, but you got an open can of your nerdy nuts in your hand with a spoon hanging out. And then when I woke you up, you tip it over. And I guess I'm sitting in your hand, the peanut butter's all runny and it's running out onto your iPad. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And then you, and you started chewing. So how long were you asleep when you had peanut butter in your mouth? I didn't have peanut butter. I put it in my mouth when you said... Hey, you got peanut butter flipping over. I'm like, oh, look, there's some on my spoon. I got to put it away <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so glad you understand. I mean, for real. You used to make fun of us so hard for it. I know. <laughs> for what? Oh, Nardy Nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't get it. I still don't get it. He won't try any. I tried the, the one you got yeah, me, and it was nothing to write home about. I'm sorry. No, but the others. I'd are. rather. I would rather munch down on some good old fashioned crunchy. Okay, well, you know yeah, what? Just a peanut butter tastes like cinnamon, though. It's so good. It, it's not though. You, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, it's not that you good. Just you just don't know good things. Oh, I don't really. Okay. <laughs> you don't. Ask mom about her chicken cordon oh bleu crock pot Katie. we had last night. <gasps> it was so delicious. It was. It was really good. Yeah. Folks, crock pot chicken cordon bleu. Never, ever an easier way to make chicken cordon I bleu. Know. Ever. It was so, so, so Like, good I food. love chicken cordon bleu, but I'm not one for having to, you know, smack down the chicken. And, I know. And, and roll stuff it, stuff in and roll and, it and, you know, uh-uh, staple it together. <laughs> and so it's shut with barbed wire. Right. But, <laughs> but this was really good. It was basically it, just, was. it was a crock pot layered dish. Layer it and leave it. Yeah. It was really good. And, yeah, and you couldn't open the lid. You weren't allowed. Yeah. You weren't allowed. I had to an hour in because I forgot the butter, but Yeah, but mm. you weren't allowed. That's surprising for our family. I don't think we I know. Like, yeah, see, she knows. Yeah. She knows because yeah. you got to open it. You got to judge it. You got to get right. the aroma throughout the house. Yeah. Well, she knows because she's in our family. <laughs> OMG. All right. Do you want to sign off and I'll yeah, finish the last I? minute or so? Yeah. So early, earlier than usual, folks, it's time for Sharon to say goodbye, Sharon. Goodbye, Sharon. All right. Get out of here. Katie, uh, talk to you later, babe. <laughs> So that was our daughter Katie from the amazingly full of great food city of Chicago, um, Chicago and crime. But hey, I'll take the I, Chicago crime and food. But um, but they do they do make the most amazing food, and I haven't he even had all the different foods that they make. But what I have had in the four or five days I was out there visiting was amazing. Of course, the deep dish pizza, of course. The Chicago dogs, of course, the Polish, of course, the Italian beef. Um, you know, just really good food. And then, of course, the sit-down restaurant food, really good. And the next time I get out there, I've got to get over to uh, the place where the chef, Jason Gilmore, works, um, who gave me the idea because I can't order soup from the restaurant he works at to be shipped. Um, hot dog soup. i got to try making hot dog soup i have a really good picture of his soup in a bowl or in a carafe and that's all i have the rest i have to come up with myself and figure out um how uh, the consistency and everything else how it forms and how it gets to that point but anyway uh so we're gonna play some independent music for you when we come back from break into the third part of the show and finish up with just you and me here on the Joel Mahalik Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Tara. You're listening to my puppy. So don't go anywhere. He'll be way back. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines. And they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now, get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Are you ready for some more Joel Mahalik show? I'd better not. Uh, I have what doctors call a little bit of a weight problem. I have the irrefutable proof that the earth is not flat. 
Here it is. If the Earth was flat, don't you think cats would be on the edge of it, knocking off? A new episode every Sunday at JoelMahalik.com. Back to the show, folks. The Joel Mahalik Show featuring the lovely Sharon. Uh, section 3, part 3 of the show. And right there, uh, coming out of the break, um, or which was the break, not sure. 
I, I, I actually didn't even realize how we did that break, whether we had a break or maybe we just had. What you heard there, High Cotton, one of my favorite independent Americana uh, bands. <clears throat> High Cotton with their song 12 Strings. Um, I, you know, I have every one of their albums and when they were high cotton, and of course, then Laura Monk did stuff on her own. And I mean, I had, they send me all their albums all the time. I, I just, you know, it, it's to me, it's like listening to the Moody Blues or listening to Jimmy Buffett. Like it, it will never get old. I can always listen to them. They're in my library on my iPhone. So they're available to me at the drop of a hat. They're the three bands that are in my iPod, in my iPhone only. All the Moody Blues albums, all the Jimmy Buffett albums, and all the High Cotton and Laura Monk albums. That's it. And right there, 12 Strings. Hope you enjoyed it. <clears throat> More information on how you can get to listen to these fine folks on the show notes at jmtalk.net, where you go to subscribe to the podcast. As a reminder, show 164, how you doing? I'm back. <clears throat> by myself just you and me uh shooting the breeze here and um in this last segment of the show um i want to give a shout out i had to this past week i don't know what made me think of it i could not tell you but uh it hit me like a ton of bricks when i did think of it as you as you know if you've been listening to the show we lost our very dear friend and producer mr tony richards aka uh, Tony Richards on air, Rich Hall, right before Christmas, and um, I, I'm always listening to the old stuff. Um, I, I used to do it just because we, I mean, together, him and I have done over 500. Actually, with all the production work and things that we did and various things other than our main show, we probably did almost 700 pieces of work, uh, and so... I like to go back and listen to some of the creative stuff we did and how things have progressed because there's always, there was always a progression. You see, there was always a progression uh, when I from when I met Rich, and then from there forward, uh, you know, we worked on upgrading equipment. We worked on upgrading me, even though he he was always my biggest fan. Always thought highly of me, and 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 it, I, I took a long time believing in myself because you know you're you are your own worst enemy, and uh, so then we worked on me, and part of that was with um, a friend and colleague that uh, Rich introduced me to, uh, Ray Gaucher, and Ray for the longest time on our previous show, the Behind the Mic show, was our voice. <clears throat> And he also did voice uh, voice tracking for um, uh, Golden Age Radio when we when we did that, and he did of course he did a, you know pretty much all the voice work for Reality One Radio and WBTM networks, and uh, so I anyway as of late, so that's why I I, I listen to those shows for that, but you know in the last couple of weeks I'll go back and pull shows out. There were a lot of shows where we had a round table type thing going on with uh, me and like four or five other people from different studios around the United States, and um, and Rich would be on from the from the Baltimore studio, running things, engineering things, and then he'd also be on there discussing with us. So uh, I've been listening to some because some past shows because I can hear his voice again, you know, and uh, and and that makes me feel, you know. I mean, it doesn't fix it. You know what I mean? That he's gone. But I, I can hear his voice. It's basically just that simple. I can hear his voice again, and and so that's why I've been doing it. But um, so I, I think that's what happened. I was listening to one last week, and uh, of course he went to break uh, during the, the recording. And then Ray always took us to break and brought us back and... And it dawned on me that I hadn't talked to Ray in so long that he probably doesn't know that Rich passed away. Other than Rich's family, Rich was very much to himself. He kept to himself. So beyond his family and a very small network of colleagues and friends that he had built around radio, um, that was Rich. And he and he would do anything for his friends. But he had such a small network. And it occurred to me that there, there would be no way that Ray probably knew. And so I had to find his email because uh, I, I only had, 
you know, he used to, uh, his website was com, but someone else has that website. Like, like, so I, okay, it's not Ray at, so I had to, and then I, I thought to myself, you know, he's got that YouTube channel I subscribe to, but I don't get on YouTube much at all anymore. So, <clears throat> so I went and grabbed his YouTube channel and I sent him an email and he got back to me pretty quick and he was, he's as, I feel as though he's as broken up as I am about it. I mean, it's, it's just still, it's still a shock that hasn't worn off, you know, three months later. It truly is. And it's such a void in, in this whole family of ours. And um, so the reason I was bringing this up, um, well, for a purpose of conversation was, I want to tell you about Ray's YouTube channel. Um, but because I got lost there, when I found the email, sent the email, I was just sitting there for most of that day at work listening to Ray's videos in uh, my background uh, at work in my office. And um, he has this, uh, he has a YouTube channel called Life on the Road with Yeshua and Trucker Ray. Ray drives a truck and uh, he only recently, uh, as I learned from watching his videos, has been trucking in the USA. Mostly it's been in Western uh, Canada, which is you know where Ray is from. And he has some great videos and he does, you know, he has some really good life points uh, in his videos and talking about different things. And I think the videos that I really enjoy the most that I'm watching is he has a, uh, a channel or a sub-channel or, you know, I, I'm still not familiar with how it comes, but he's got a section called Exploring the USA with Trucker Ray. <clears throat> and um, so the videos that he produces are amazing and uh he meets some really cool people in some of these towns and you know i haven't been everywhere in this country i've been to a lot of places but ray seems to operate mostly out on the west coast midwest west and so i'm seeing places i'll probably never see and i get to do it with a friend and one of the videos uh, that I watched is him going through the Virgin River Gorge in Arizona. Uh, set the beautiful music. You, you don't even hear Ray talking. It's just a camera on his dash taking you through this scenic piece of America that I'd be willing to bet a dollar that I will never, ever see the Virgin River Gorge. And I feel like I've seen it. And I don't feel like I've seen it on the video. I feel like I've... I, I, I feel like... The way it's produced and the way it's it's done in the music, it's Ray has put you there with him in the cab. And uh, so, I mean, all of his videos, like even if it's just him narrating a video, wonderful videos to watch and listen to. Um, and of course, again, you know, I get to hear Ray's face again, so I get to hear Ray. And uh, you know, it's been a lot of years since I've heard Ray, unless I go back to an old show. And so now I'm sort of camped out on his uh, on his channel, um, watching his videos and listening to him. So um, how do you get there? Well, you go to YouTube and just look up Life on the Road 7. Okay, that's his YouTube handle, Life on the Road 7. Now, I'm going to have uh, his channel linked on the show page because um, I want you to be able to, get to, to go there and check this out. Um, he's got great videos. And besides, look... It's easy to get lost on YouTube. So if you have some time and you want to see some really beautiful stuff and some great production work, uh, and it's amazing that he's out on the road all the time and he does his production work out on the road in his downtime. He produces these videos. And uh, so my hat is off to him as far as that goes. That's hard to do. So... Uh, Life on the Road with uh, Yeshua and Trucker Ray. Going to put that channel link on our show notes page. And I want you to stop by and uh, show Ray some love um, while you're out there. And uh, so for whatever reason, it came to me that Ray needed to be told about Rich. I'm glad because uh, I have some dialogue going now with Ray. And, uh, you know, and, uh, Ray helped. Ray actually helped me hone my the way i spoke on the air uh yeah before uh guidance from rich before guidance from ray not only was i doing a lot of 
um 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 <laughs> which is i can't say it's a no-no because i hear radio hosts on fm radio that i listen to on the way to work who get paid more money than me doing the dream job of being on radio going um uh um so they're doing it but ray and rich weaned me far away from where i was before with that and of course also they they helped knock the philly out of me when i'm on the air so i don't say excuse me while i get a, a drink of my water and so now i know that it's called water when the on air sign lights up red so uh i had to fix my dialect a little bit and they helped with that as well so anyway go check them out I think that you will enjoy it. So, speaking of getting lost on the internet, man, who else gets lost on uh, places like Reddit? Reddit's like my new favorite place to get lost at. And I think because, okay, it you can call it social media because it's a news feed, right? Of people posting things. But I feel like I take more credence... And what people are posting here than I do on other social media, obviously. First of all, most of the news discussions that are going on, the news story is posted. So it's not just, you go on TikTok and you get people's opinion. Like a lot of times on TikTok, somebody says something that that remotely interests me. Uh, I'll give you a quick example. Last night, I was on TikTok and somebody said, uh, came on, said something about Iran bombed the U.S. embassy in Iraq. And they were saying, so now I guess, you know, everyone thinks we're weak because of President Biden and we're going to have two wars now. And I was like, wait, let me get, let me go look at this. And when I read the news story, because when I said, let me go check this out, I expected to go to any other news page and it would be blown up all over the front page. And no, I had to look for this. I had to look for it. 12 missiles had landed near the construction site of the U.S. Embassy in Iraq. And they think it was meant for uh, retaliation on something else. So, uh, you know, again, you have to take everything and look at it twice. It's so sad. So on Reddit... If there's a discussion and opinions going on of a news story, the news story has to be posted. So it's there. And I appreciate that. Maybe this is just my opinion, but it gives a different angle on this network. I don't feel like I'm just being you know, slapped with people's opinions without knowing the story first. I'm handed. The story is handed to me at the same time that I am looking through these opinions. And I think it's great. But you know, I joined so many different subreddits on there. I love the ones that look at stuff on the water. I think it's called, um, uh, oh, it's a phobia. Megalophobia. Oh, what is it? Is it megalophobia? Let me just look at my, my Reddits. I think it's, yeah, megalophobia. Megalophobia, which is this subreddit dedicated to showing you videos and pictures of things found on the water, whether they be cars, buildings, sunken ships. And apparently there are people that have a phobia about seeing things on the water or going on the water. Maybe they don't have a problem going on the water, but then they have a problem with these big things on the water. So, but, you know, uh, things like that. Pro-life tips. Uh, you know, there's even a subreddit for my state. Uh, you know, uh, games, different games I play, there's subreddits. And it's really cool um, watching, I just said, um, see? It's really cool going through these types of stories. And it's not just news. Like I can go in there and I can I learn things. I learn things and it's because there's just something different, right? There's just something different about how this network is different from the other ones. And uh, and I enjoy getting lost there. Uh, there are subreddits that post uh, free domain full length movies I, especially I love the old horror ones I love having a having a place I can go to get them I mean it's really cool stuff but so anyway uh, getting lost on the internet really interesting stuff love doing it uh, and that's going to bring me to a screeching crashing halt of this week's show 
And so I want to thank everybody for being here on the Joel Mahalik Show, featuring the lovely Sharon uh, each and every weekend. New shows drop on Sunday at www.jmtalk.net. Be sure to visit us at our social media networks. It is TikTok and Facebook at JM Talk, Instagram and Twitter at JM Talk Radio. Drop us a line at joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. Until next time, be good to each other, and we'll see you next time here on the program. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) 